0: most days you know i wake up in the news cycle friends and see where we're at and I and i ask myself if america is in the process of committing harry kerry uh surely and that's essence of when i always say We're going from the greatest generation after World War II to the most screwed up generation known to mankind. That is the reference point of what I'm speaking about right there. Uh, But it gets even richer than that. And I'm going to say this statement again. It is not a good statement, but it's a factual statement. Uh, The resiliency of the American people is about to be tested like never before. Now, I don't usually make those kinds of statements in the declarative way that I I, I do here, but I think you'll have a sense of that as we pour through today uh, some of the material and all. And, uh, you know, as an example here today, sources like the New York Times, the USA Today, Politico, and hundreds more like these cats, you know, they regularly view their policy lies. And then what do they do? Well, they blame Republicans. Uh, the progressive leftist Marxist machine puts our policies into play to destroy our nation or or at least transform it into something we can't recognize. And then when it smells so badly, they blame it on patriotic Americans who are fighting like hell to save our constitutional republic. Well, welcome in here to the Voice of a Nation. Malcolm at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, friends. And we got a lot to get to today in the next hour, so let's get to it. You know, I will tell you, the damage is so serious at this moment. And for many poor and middle-class Americans, this moment will require seatbelts to hold us all. to oh, so it's going to be a wild ride ahead. Uh, that this current generation, none of these generations here currently have ever experienced before. Now, what we're talking about here is not just one or two things, it's about everything. That's the problem. The biggest will be the economic onslaught five category economic hurricane that are starting to whip those outer bands in middle America. And I've been telling you about this Category 5 hurricane for some time now on the broadcast. Listen, the housing market is at a standstill. <laughs> Can't buy or sell. Interest rates are sky high and housing inventory is too low. People have to they have to stay put. And, uh, you know, or if they don't, they'll pay a heavy burden. And it would take decades to get back to where they were. You know, buying cars or you know, or small loans, even of any kind, uh, costs more than people can afford. That stops the entrepreneurial spirit. It stops a small business. it stops expansion. It stops new businesses. it stops all of that. Now, now, also further on, that this Trojan horse of open borders, and it is a Trojan horse. Uh, is this is now cut loose in our country in the way of uh, fentanyl, the fentanyl killer, massive drugs being pushed via the cartels throughout all 50 states, right? MS-13 gangs adding to the skyrocketing crime in our communities we already have, record amount of carjackings like never before, bodily assaults in public view, and the record number of criminal terrorists uh, from the terror watch list that are here to do harm and a mass casualty event. Listen, Joe Biden and his reckless administration. Now they decide to waive 26 federal laws to allow a border wall construction in South Texas. You cannot make this stuff up. Is the Trojan horse of his open borders is already here. Uh, Bottom line is where we are presently at the mercy of self-induced Harry Carey compliments of the United States government. We're speaking about these elected so-called leaders that mostly represent their own self-interest or enrichment in power. You know, then when it comes to foreign adversaries, enemies abroad, including uh, funding Ukraine, uh, Russia narratives, uh, China's aggression, uh, Iran's nuclear threshold. Doesn't even matter. The problems here at home are far too grave to be worried about these events. The resiliency of the American people is about to be tested like never before. Now, part and parcel of the problem when I talk about the media, I want to dive now into. This is a, I don't know if you get this or not, but it's a New York Times, they send out their newsletters, their morning, their later, different times of the day, this one's their morning newsletter. Now I love, when it comes to the New York Times or Politico or USA Today or any of these cats, uh, they're very helpful to me because they put out insanity every day, they give a lot of fodder to be able to share with you all for us to expose uh, who they are exactly, right? Right. So this is their morning newsletter today, and it is Richer Than Rich. pay attention. They open it up and say, imagine if you were a foreign leader surveying the political chaos in the United States. For the first time in history, a party has just fired its own Speaker of the House in the middle of a term. In the Senate, one of the two party leaders who's 81 years old, has twice recently frozen in public, unable to speak. A Supreme Court justice has allowed wealthy political donors to finance a lavish lifestyle for him and his wife. And that same justice's wife urged officials to overturn the 2020 presidential election result based on lies. A likely nominee in the upcoming presidential election is facing four criminal trials and regularly speaks in uh, apocalyptic terms about the country's future. (laughs) That nominee is essentially tied in the polls with an 80 year old president who many voters worry is too old to serve a second term. If you were an ally of the United States, you'd have to be worried. If you were an enemy, You would have to be pleased. Too many watching at home and abroad. The American way no longer seems to offer a case study in effective representative democracy, says Peter Baker of the Times. Instead, it has become an example of disarray and discord, one that rewards extremism, challenges norms, and threatens to divide a polarized country even further. Many factors have contributed to this turmoil. Decades of stagnant living standards have caused voter frustration. Social media, they blame it on, along with the rise of cable television network. Willing to promote falsehoods has inflamed discourse. The decline of institutions, churches, labor unions, once dominant local employers. But the single largest source of the chaos in the Republican is the Republican Party. The single largest source of the chaos is the Republican party. That's the drumroll of this morning newsletter from the New York times. So with the litany list of things and policies that have set America ablaze right now that are in the process of destroying your lives and the lives of your families, friends and associates, these jackasses at the New York Times come through with a, a list of items only pointing out what pointing all to Republican issues. N- nothing ever mentions any failed policy, any failed a crisis that this administration or this Marxist leftist Democrat Party has uh, pushed on to the American people. Nothing. I mean, this and this is the rhetoric. They send these things out. I mean, they send millions of these things out across the country to Americans who get this crap in and absolutely believe many people, a good part of people. There are folks like me who get it in just to know what the left is up to. But there are a whole lot more people who get this garbage in who really believe this stuff. This is what they base all their decision making on. And and just look at that list I just gave you. It's striking. The only thing they could say about anything that's going on right now about this leftist, communist, Marxist, progressive Democrat Party is that, oh, well, you know, yeah, we have an 80-year-old president who, you know, some voters might think is a little too old for a second term. That's it. Other than that, he is fine and dandy and doing a swell job in America. You cannot make this shit up. It's remarkable. It's disgusting. The fourth estate, I mean, they're long gone. They are dead. They are buried. It is uh, it, it is an insult onto uh, this country, what we are dealing with right now, friends, like nothing we've seen before. And that opening sequence of the newsletter here, uh, and, and this gets even a little richer here. We're going to bring through, I want to break this down a little bit more because it just you have to begin to understand the hypocrisy here and the bs that is put out hour after hour day after day from all of these sources it is 90 plus percent of the megaphones out there in the community and then you want to say to me why are things so screwed up malcolm why don't people understand that the house is on fire what's really happening well what do you think my fellow americans why is that exactly you know, that's another reason we have to drive people to come to sources like AmericaOutLoud.News. Who's got patriots on the front lines, working like hell, fighting hard, hour after hour of every day to save our nation? And that's where we find ourselves today. Joining me on the broadcast here is Colonel Mike is here. And uh, Colonel Mike is... Uh, Well, what can I say? He is a personality onto himself, which is why I enjoy having him on. And he was on Viewpoint on the weekend. He's a former liaison contractor in Southeast Asia and really all over the world. Uh, He's a host of the National Security Hour on America Out Loud and doing a swell job there on that broadcast with military and intelligence experts. Uh, That plays right before this broadcast, uh, the National Security Hour, before uh, the Voice of a Nation uh, weekdays on America Out Loud talk radio. Okay, Colonel Mike, so we start off with this opening sequence uh, of two things I throw at our listeners here. One is uh, my opening talking points of uh, the resiliency of the American people is, I, I do, it, it's a fact. It has to be tested like never before. We've never seen anything like this, and we haven't even experienced or hit rock bottom yet, but it's right in front of us, and all sources I talk to, it's coming fast uh, so it is about to be tested uh, for poor and middle-class people, which is really all of us, uh, middle-class Americans, are going to be hit very, very hard this time. It's going to be tough. And then you see the garbage of just this one particular piece. And there, and there are countless of these kinds of things out here today, of the Marxist media, which is what I want to expose today with you. Uh, this The opening sequence of how they blame, just in the opening points, and there's more where this comes from in just a minute here, we'll get to, but what what do you what what is the sensibility of this what comes to your mind when you see this and, and what does it take to wake people up to to the out loud truth brother
1: all right first thank you for inviting me on malcolm what what it takes is people like you america out loud. news and others the alternative media now i do monitor a lot of the left most people don't realize it but I know what we're going to say. I listen to our shows on our network, and I listen to some other shows because I like to hear what you're saying. But most people don't realize it, that these guys are very good. The narrative is excellent. They have people brainwashed. Now, you mentioned, let's just say, for instance, the resilience and where we're coming. I'm a little bit older. I was around for Jimmy Carter, and the interest rates for a car were 19%, homes were 12%. He was one of the most destructive presidents in our history.
0: Yeah, slow that down a minute. Say that. That's really great information you put out. Say that again, Jimmy Carter, the race.
1: Jimmy Carter was one of the most destructive presidents in our history. Right. When I was a young man, you know, right. just finishing the military and, and in the workplace, I had a great job. I worked for a a uh, automobile manufacturer, a foreign automobile manufacturer I came to this country at a very young age, I did very well, mm-hmm. um, it just froze. We were right. there three years, and the next thing you know, it was 19% for cars and 12% for homes. And you what know- What people it's, do
0: back then, Mike, compared to now? How did how well, they the cope? Well,
1: the difference was, we still had the second, ge- the greatest generation was alive. Okay. That was all, my parents' generation. And, you know, it was tightening the belt. We didn't go out wild, we didn't, like today, I don't understand how they do it. You know, they're buying cars with seven, eight, nine $900,000 car payments. Uh, you know, what young people just don't understand because we're down a few generations from my time. So what's going to hit what you're saying is very important, because what they didn't say in that New York Times opener was anything about the economy, anything about the illegals. They didn't touch any of that. See, it's, there's no mention. It's always about, you know, what's going on with the party in, in their in their party. And they're very good. They're very good. They're word salad specialists. It's like going to get a chopped salad or, you know, sushi or something. These guys know, and these most of these guys who write for the New York Times right. will be on PBS in the evening. But they never say they're with the Times, they say Peter Baker is an author. Mm-hmm. See the way they do the trick shit. They right. just say, well, he's an author. So we, we are facing, look, this is probably, you know, our bunker hill, whatever you want to call it. Yep, yep. And a lot of people have not woken up, the young people. And the other thing, Malcolm, since then, they've made medical marijuana legal. They've lightened up on a lot of laws with dope. We've spent billions and billions of dollars on what they call an opioid crisis. You can't use the word drug addiction anymore. It's substance abuse. Everything is a trick word, you know? Right. So the thing is, the, what we have to depend on is the older people to, to get to the younger people. Now, I don't know how many of these younger people we can get to. I'll be honest with you because they haven't brainwashed from you know early elementary school right. and now they want every other kid to be transgender Mike so in the case
0: of in the case of a New York Times, let me ask you this here. Uh, do you and I often think about this I know I know listeners do all the time as well. Do you think it's more or less that they? This collective group here, and it's a huge group, it's it's over 90% of the megaphone that is controlled by the social media oligarchs and the media elites who own the empire. Do they truly understand the damage that they are doing to our people, our nation? And are they willing to suffer those consequences of what happens? Do you think they know? And we're talking middle and upper management because the, the globalists own a lot of these cats. But I'm yes. talking middle, are they hostages? Is the middle and upper man's, are they just hostages to the globe? Is that what it is?
1: No, they think they're insulated. To be honest with you, they think they're insulated. And they think they're protected because we've seen it was outed already that the FBI and the CIA worked with them right. all through the last election cycle. They were in social media. So they always believe they're protected until such a time as just what happened in the last couple of days within the Beltway where you had a major black, you know, one of those uh what they call HBSUs or universities, historical black university, had a big shootout in Maryland. Right. And all of a sudden, the people that call for gun laws are saying, we want guns. We, we we want private guns on this property. We want to protect our students. These are the same people that tell us yeah. every day we have to have gun laws.
0: Well, Mike, the most stupidest thing that they ever come up with is having gun-free zones. I mean, talk about a, a, a flipping invitation out in these places to come in and shoot us yeah. up. I mean, how moronic is that?
1: Yeah. Well, that's this is how they think. This is the left. But mm-hmm. I think it's it's even more serious than that, Malcolm. And I have to say it: mm-hmm. these people are trained in social Marxism. They're trained, yeah. yeah. Uh, like like Jimmy Carter. Look, if you look up his background, I guarantee you, somewhere he was a communist. Remember, he rolled. He rolled us mm-hmm. on the Panama Canal. Yeah.
0: The yeah. Panama oh, yeah. Canal. I was so away. disturbed by that decision, boy. That I had so many sleepless nights on that decision. I have to tell you. Yeah.
1: Can I can I tell you something? I was down in two thousand and seven, when they were widening the canal for the Panama for the deep uh, ships coming through now. Right, what they call right. the deep ships. Okay. Right, right. Our country went down there under George Bush, uh, George W. Bush administration. We were invited by the Panamanian government. They were hoping that we would win every bid, we would buy everything and win everything. I think seven companies from America went down there at the time. I was there. Most of the people that came were from Singapore and Southeast Asia too. We basically gave away the air force base for you know pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I remember. Um, we 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 had the Chinese come in and the Chinese come in and outbid yeah. on a lot of stuff. A lot of people didn't want to step up to the plate. Only one major uh, U.S. contract uh, building company uh, did some of the widening program, but for the most part, the Chinese took over the Panama Canal.
0: That's right. That's right. You know, Mike, we've done some stupid things as a nation. When you can, when you bring Jimmy Carter into the conversation, and we always referenced that period of time as the worst president in American history, not just in modern times, but like the whole parade. It was that bad. And, and I do know what you're talking about. And most listeners understand that. Relate in that moment to right now with Joe Biden. And it's even more than the d- destruction of or how high an interest rate is or isn't. It's the full onslaught of everything. I mean, it's some of that stuff I just outlined in my opening points here. It's not just one or two, three or three things. It's everything. Is this right now at this point, in your opinion, uh, has he taken the, the the role from Carter as being the worst president of the? Or does Carter still well, have that role?
1: Well, he took it from Obama because Obama became the worst after Carter, and now it's it's Obama to Clinton, which is really. Obama behind the strings, let's say, having all these people around him. But when you're talking about narrative and what the, the Times is doing, just yesterday, Hillary started speaking already for the future. She's saying 17 percent of the people in America approve of what Putin is doing. So just take that for a second and digest it. 17 percent of the people think Putin is doing a good job. So she's back out with her Russian hoax. Right.
0: Don't and then the F-
1: Yeah. And the FBI is coming in. And they're saying, well, we, you know, we have to crack down on this, you know, internal domestic terrorism. Where is the terrorism if you have a border that's open?
0: Right. right, That's right. That's right. But that's all she ever has. It's her go-to card. <laughs> she still has that reset button on the dashboard of, of her Chevrolet.
1: You know, I mean,
0: she is a lunatic and she always pulls the Russia card out, man. Uh, and it's so it's so stupid. I mean, she is such a dried up rag. Uh, there's nothing like it that that woman is uh, she's. Uh, she she is the um, original Mama Gaddafi. Uh, that that lady there is. I'm telling you here, Hillary Clinton. I can't stand her. I think most listeners can appreciate what what when I say that with, with all the love and respect I can garner, brother. Um. All right. Le- interesting with with the Carter thing and the thing you mentioned about Obama. I don't discount what you said. Although my God, I want to enter to that point. I don't know that Obama was the worst specifically. You know what it was i railed against him for the full eight years i was working national media at the time this is just before america out loud in fact obama was a big part of the reason why america out loud was birthed uh, because the country was in such a crisis mode back just before trump just back before 2016 they to this is when the this uh, network was birthed. mike is the history of this a lot of it was because I railed against that Obama. Now, where Obama was the worst was, and you're right in the way of a long term strategy, he placed more Marxist bureaucrats and jihadists throughout Americans. Uh, our bureaucratic state that's why trump had such a problem with the bureaucratic state that's why all those leaks happened that's why nobody was working in unison with the president's agenda they were working and opposing the president's agenda which is really the biggest problem we have is the bureaucratic state is a firestorm and until we fix that bureaucratic state you know mike i'll tell you this we can have, and, and people ain't really going to understand this, but you can have a um, a strong Republican president, you can have a strong Republican House, you can have a strong Republican Senate, and you think you can do all kinds of things to make some progress, and you'll make some progress, but you're not going to get the job done until we address the bureaucratic state in this nation. They are a cancer unto themselves, and they have been infused by the Marxist left, And until we close some of those groups and agencies down and move them the hell out of that corrupt cesspool swamp of Washington, D.C., we are screwed, brother.
1: You couldn't say better. I mean, I've been around. I was on the Hill for a while and I've been around these people and their attitude is you're only going to be here two or four years. That's right. So, you know, do your job, do whatever you want, get in the corner, get a computer, take a salary and go home. Now, now, Trump did place a few people within the bureaucratic agencies, departments in deputy assistant, you know, titles or whatever, pr- like presidential appointees, which we got to get rid of those too. But they had no power. When they were there, they were told, sit in the corner and do your job. We run the show. It's just like Pompeo. Pompeo was so pompous. You know, he ran around like he was the greatest thing since ice cream or sliced bread, but he had no power. He ran around and spoke to people around the world. He couldn't run the- He couldn't even conduct his agency properly. He couldn't even get rid of the people within his agency because they probably gave him the same ticket. Hey, pal, welcome. You're only going to be here four years and then take a walk. People don't really understand the swamp. We use it all the time but they don't understand how bad it is
0: oh this is really the crisis of our life i'm telling you we're never going to be able to fix this united states government until the american people take the power back through the 10th amendment through states rights if we can get 26 27 of these red state governors to stand up and tell the federal government to sit the hell down and take instructions from the states which is what the framers and founders built this thing for mike that's the only kick in the ass that's going to get attention
1: well, what happened is that you know what happened is they they indoctrinated and, and vaccinated the governors too. When COVID came out, that was it. It was the rollout. Malcolm, every one of these governors couldn't put their hands out far enough. I mean, their arms were growing by the day, taking the money from the feds. I mean, we still have money in some states yeah. in COVID surplus that they don't know what to mm-hmm. spend it on. And now I just saw another commercial today saying, "Well, you know, tell Congress." don't close the hospitals do you realize how many hospitals in this country were on the brink brink of bankruptcy before covid and were made whole were made whole in made 6 months fortune.
0: they made a fortune
1: yeah. Yeah. They, yeah
0: they made an absolute fortune you're 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 100% right and uh, covid is uh, uh, it's surely one of the biggest scandals of, of all time, of, of humanity. I mean, it was beyond anything uh, you can even rationalize with. And we're still going through it. And they've used mm-hmm. it as a tool uh, to really continue and uh, to put this Marxist-Leftist, glo- it's a globalist agenda, basically, which is yes. why the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization, the United Nations and all these corrupt uh, organizations uh, led the way. They were leading the way. And pulling, of course, America with it easy, and which is really how they even got the 2020 election is with all the ballot harvesting, voting from the graveyard, and all the shenanigans. You didn't have to worry about any, uh, you know. I mean, it was it, people are saying the electronic things, and I and I don't want to talk about the voting thing today in the election, but I know they always go there and say, oh, but you know everything was loaded. Even putting that aside, Mike, I mean, just the basic things they changed at the state legislatures, all of the rules. Because of COVID, everything was blinked on COVID. And ballot mm-hmm. Harvester to, to to you know Dinesh D'Souza did the movie on the mules, showing how all that went. You know what I'm talking about here.
1: Yes, but this this last election cycle, presidential election cycle, the good thing was Abraham Lincoln and George Washington would not vote again in the last cycle. They decided not to do it.
0: They, they did. Hate, <laughs> they did stay out this time, huh? Yes. All right. See that we're finally getting the uh, the, the early cats to pay attention here. All right. Wow. All right so interesting uh my one other footnote before we transition to uh, another big part of this conversation um you and i touched on something you just mentioned uh trump and we talked about the bureaucratic state and we were talking about uh, some of the people uh you know that were put into that from some of the president's uh, appointees what have you one of the things you and i touched on and stumbled over on the weekend too was this fact of a lot of the uh, key people that uh, Donald Trump had surrounded himself in uh, were not the kind of people you would want to run these roles. I mean, the Christopher Rays and the James Comeys and these kind of people were really put in there by Donald Trump. Uh, now, mm-hmm. again, we can we can say why or how uh, we get that the faulty information, people leading the way. All I mean, there's a long list of characters he had around him. He it, that was one of the failures, I would say, of uh, of that time was he was too trusted within the deep state and the bureaucrats and the people around him, like the Paul Ryans. I remember when he, uh, you're, you might remember the scene, Mike, when he got to Washington DC, just before he even took office, uh, he was up there on a pre-visit and Paul Ryan was out there on the balcony, shown in Washington DC. And I remember just like it was yesterday, the vision in my mind. I see Paul Ryan out on the balcony with his hand out. So, well, uh, you know, uh, telling Trump oh, over there, sir. I mean, Trump didn't know the lay of the land. He didn't know where to put the luggage. He didn't know. Where, where's the Washington Monument? Oh, yeah, over there. Okay. And where's this road over here? Oh, yeah, yeah. And where's the hot dog stand over there? I mean, Ryan was telling him where he didn't know anything about the lay of the land. And I remember that scene. Do you remember that scene?
1: Yes. And that scene, you know what that scene remind me of? Jesus being up on the mountain and the devil showing him he can have all of this. Just, mm-hmm. you know, come on in. Uh-huh. Just you, you, you bow down to me and I can give you all of this. That was what came to my mind when I saw that.
0: What an interesting, uh, wow, what an interesting uh, thought on that, Mike. Uh, the juxtaposition of that moment uh, is significant. It did tell us something. And Paul Ryan, uh, obviously, uh, is a weasel. Uh, he fits right into the Uniparty party really well. Him and Romney, like I said, uh, I was telling, I think it was yesterday, before telling us that uh, Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan, had they got in there, That would have been a new chapter of Thelma and Louise. They would have driven America right off the (laughs) freaking cliff, I have to tell you.
1: But but I want to be straight with you. They they were never going to be in there. And I'll tell you why, Malcolm. They made the deal with the devil. They said, we'll run. We we will lose. We know there was no way they could have won. But they were going to be taken care of. He would have been the speaker. Romney would have been taken care of later down the road. Something would have happened. Remember, when Paul Ryan cashed out, where did he go? Goldman Sachs where does everybody go Goldman Sachs Vanguard BlackRock they want if they don't wind up there their family does Yeah so yeah. this is how Washington works
0: Yeah give me your um uh, summary view on uh if if Trump is able to de- and there's a lot of ifs there with with the onslaught of the the um uh, wow the indictments and the criminal charges and the uh, the things that are coming at this man, uh, every day I, I wake up and shake my head in disbelief of uh, how they are just intent on crucifying this uh, this this human being, this man. If they could literally, if they could get a law today, and I'll, I'll make this statement, I've never made it before, Mike, but here it is. I've referenced it, but never in the way I will say it now. If they could surpass, if they could have a law and make it legal in today's world versus back then, and if they could get a cross, a cross out there and put Trump on that cross <clears throat> and take the daggers and nail them into his 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 hands, his feet, and make that sucker suffer, man, we'd see that on the six o'clock news, Colonel Mike.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But here's the here's the bigger problem, Malcolm. The bigger problem is the judges. Most of these judges will put in there at least over 25, 30 years. And the Republicans look the other way. And you didn't touch on it yet, but I want to say what took place in the House just the other day yeah. with Matt Gates is one of the best things that could happen. Whether you like it or not, we, un- we unlocked it and chaos is there and they're panicking. And now it's decision time. Yeah, it and un- they're going to have to step up to the plate and show the people what they're made of.
0: Well, to your point, Mike, as I shared with listeners these last many days, we've been very hard on the uh, hot, hot on this topic uh, of what you speak about there with Matt Gates and uh, Kevin McCarthy and uh, what had taken place. But, you know, the show I did the other day, it just went up to podcast and thanks just uh, the last, uh, well, last few hours earlier today. Uh, and you'll appreciate the title of it, Mike, because it says exactly what you said, chaos in government, is not the Austin of McCarthy. It's failing to stop Biden from destroying America. Correct. That's chaos in government. This is not chaos, getting a uh, a uniparty speaker out of there. I mean, McCarthy was never going to be anything more than that. I mean, if, you, if you're looking for an established player, if you're looking for the status quo, if you're looking to get CRs in and play volleyball with, with the Biden disasters, he's a good speaker at that point. He's the perfect candidate to be a uniparty puppet speaker. There's nothing wrong with that, Mike, if that's what mm-hmm. you want. But for those who know the country is screwed right now, we don't need a puppet, a uniparty speaker. You see the problem.
1: The other thing is we don't need any more people from California.
0: Oh, that's, that's my opinion. Well, we I said Donald, to folks, to the, Cali- a, well, well, yeah. what, what the hell is a California, is that an oxymoron, a California Republican? What does that mean exactly?
1: Please tell me. <laughs> there is no, Cali- there's maybe people that vote there, but to say that they represent the country, you know, it's, You look at California with with the destruction. If if Biden's destroying the whole country, look what Newsom's doing. Now, the new the new scorecard and the 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 bar, let's say, lowering the bar. He has to pick. He says he has to pick a black woman straight up racism. I got to pick a black woman. But not only do I pick a black woman, she has to check the boxes. And to go beyond that, to show you how arrogant they are, they pick a woman that lives in Maryland.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah because oh, she yeah.
1: has a home in California
0: oh yeah yeah and you know I, I have to uh, take a moment Mike with you and and I really I ju- it's just dawned on me a second ago here it just dawned on me I really need to apologize to our California listeners for making these rude comments today and the other day there are some fantastic people in fact one of my producers is a California Republican she's gonna die when she hears this and she heard me the other day.
1: The, no, but I don't
0: mean, I don't mean,
1: I don't mean the people, the people. Well, are good. Exactly, exactly. It's it's the leadership. Exactly. What, what, what more yeah. could they give us? They gave us Kamala Harris. They gave well, us Gavin. You know, all of it this. was
0: important. We need to qualify what we're talking about, though, brother. OK, so yes, I just need yes. to circle back on that, because yes. when we just say California, probably California. we have a lot of Californians who love and listen to America Out Loud. It's one of our biggest states, frankly, if you can believe it or not, we reach a lot of people on the West Coast here. Uh, they they desire and they are in desperate need of America Out Loud uh, because they are trying to save. A, a lot of them just, they, they see the despair and how despondent the leaders are there and the, in the state of California. And now Newsom, of course, wants to get his grip on the federal government Uh, So he could also be in the running for the worst president in our country's history. So he would be able to rattle with Jimmy Carter, Barack Obama and Joe Blow Biden. Uh, He could play with all of those. You know, he he like that. And he could probably win that race, Mike. You know that he'd probably win. I think so. I
1: think so. I think you're right. I think if he ran, there would be nobody to beat him on the Democratic side.
0: No, no, because he he, he is Mr. I call him uh, uh, Gavin G.Q. Newsom. Uh, yes. Is who he thinks he is. He looks in a mirror. And of course, he was out there having that fabulous dinner that night as he would tell everybody else to lock down and stay home, put your mask on, wipe your ass and shut up. And uh, while he's out having a fancy dinner, what have you, with family and friends and thinking everything's fine. I mean, that just tells you the hypocrisy and how low this man is. But it's more than that. The destructive policies and the nature of what he has done to the Californian people and that beautiful uh, a state and the beautiful cityscape that was in all of those amazing cities they have destroyed all of them San Francisco and San Diego and Los Angeles and they, they've all just been obliterated
1: we uh, all at one time Malcolm I think at one mm-hmm. time all of us wanted to move to California live in California exactly. it was one of the greatest states in the country
0: yeah. you're so right Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. so right. I almost did as a young guy years ago. I almost did it. They they said, you know, you come on, Mister Hollywood. You got to get out. Of course, I never was a Hollywood kind of guy, but you know, I was uh, a a bit um, unique, different uh, than other. I was always different than other people. Uh, And uh, so they said, you got to come to California. Beautiful weather, good business. You know what have you? And I went out there for a couple of months in uh, Santa Monica, Marina del Rey, Los Angeles uh circling the up to the getty museum and checking the whole thing out the wine country and the bridge and the whole bit and I uh, so this is kind of cool this is back in the day uh but uh something t- t- stopped me from making that move mike i never did make the move but i i looked at it i looked at it you know i, I got into that but let me tell friends now here as we talk to uh, colonel mike here Uh, on americaoutloud.news is the place, friends. That's where you get all of the latest, the out loud truth. And, um, our job and what I need to have your help with out there is to get the out loud truth uh, from sea to shine in sea, please. And I say that respect- respectfully uh, to our country because I love our nation. I, I-, I like you, I hope, believe red, white and blue. Um, but uh, the the-, the, sea- the seas are not really shining right now is my point. We need to shine them again. Uh, the-, the-, the city on a shining hill that uh, Ronald Reagan always referenced, of course, you know. And, and of course, um, you know, in in our hymns and, you know, from sea to shine and see what it meant to American or patriotism and what, what it meant, um, the, the spirit, you know, the soul of America, the belief in people, the belief in American exceptionalism, American ingenuity. I mean, there's nothing like it, friends. There's nothing like it. I mean, we're blessed. We're blessed people to be born here and have this nation of beautiful people. D- a diverse nation, I remind you, which is one of the beautiful things about this country. You know, we, we come in all kinds of flavor, sizes, shapes, and attitudes. In New York, attitudes would tell you to sit down and shut up, or attitudes <laughs> of ca- California, or attitudes of something else, but that's the beautiful thing about this nation. But americoroutloud.news is the place you want to be and share the truth and help us get that out there. And these, of course, are our columnists, our articles. Uh, all of our shows go to podcasts, naturally. And uh, help us get the word out there uh, and, uh, and spread the truth. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick pause here as you're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Listen to Malcolm, The Voice of a Nation on iHeartRadio or our free apps on Apple, Android or Alexa.
2: World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack tear off the top and shoot it down or mix it in water boost your immunity go to healthycell.com and use limited time code out loud for 25 percent off your first order risk-free love it or your money back guaranteed healthycell.com code out loud healthycell.com code out loud
0: We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought. America Out dot news, delivering a message of truth, inspiration, and hope to the world. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. Join us In the fight for liberty and justice for all, America Out Loud Talk Radio. And we join you back here, my fellow Americans, uh, to the voice of the nation, Malcolm, at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, uh, on uh, the iHeartRadio network, you'll hear America Out Loud Talk Radio. Uh, Of course, and our shows, I mean, come on, come on. Where else can you go in the neighborhood and hear this kind of a lineup? It's not possible. Uh, We've been fighting hard here for liberty and justice for all of us. Uh, We need your help to continue on with that mode. And uh, also want to remind you, AmericaOutloud.shop is the newest uh, thing. uh, If you've been following now, this is a great place. All the great best discounts on all the products we talk about with our medical doctors, our naturopathic doctors, our nurses. All of the medical staff and the people involved in America Out Loud, these are the products that will help you get through long COVID, help you get through uh, vaccine injuries, help you live a more healthy, substantial life. I love the Healthy Cell product. You know that about this. Immune Super Boost. I mean, vitamin D, C, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. I mean, zinc. It's got all the stuff in there. It's like a bomb for your body. It's perfect. And I love that. It's a, it's a micro gel. So you just pop it into your mouth and down. It's, it's not a pill. So you get maximum absorption into your body. They have REM sleep, focus and recall, all kinds of great products you hear us talking about. Check out the healthy cell products. I, I implore you to take a look. 25% off that first order you get. Uh, just use the code. What is it? Out Loud is the code to get the discount. Pretty much all of those discounts there in the products, including spike support from the wellness company that you hear Dr. Peter McCullough and I talk about all the time. That has got the natokinase in there, the dandelion root and all of the products to help you fight the spike protein buildup in your body from this, these stupid vaccines on uh, the, the long COVID uh, from the bioweapon, the, the China bioweapon. Uh, so that's how you fight that back. Take the spike support. You get 25% off your order there using the code out loud as well check out the Kofix and the rest of it and live a happy, healthy life and help us fight the Marxist bandits. Well, listen, we are taking on here the, uh, the 900 pound behemoth today. Uh, Colonel Mike is with me and uh, I want to pick up on that. Uh, I want to come right in, dive into something. I want to get your opinion on Mike. And this newsletter I started with is called the morning on the New York Times, and. Uh, if, you know, it's it's one of these publications, it's like all of them, Politico, USA Today, it doesn't matter. It's just a different flavor of BS, uh, but pick your flavor of BS and then you go see what the left is up to. Uh, and of course, I read you the first part up front and who they blame and what have you. And they say here they blame it all. The single largest source of the chaos in America is the Republican Party. They they uh, boast about the New York Times, of course, naturally. So they say after that, they say, I don't say that lightly. Okay, all right. Readers of this newsletter know that I think there's plenty of evidence that the Democrat Party also has a few problems. You know, it's struggled in recent years to come up with effective policies on COVID school closures and, you know, legal immigration a little bit and a few other issues. Many working class voters consider the party to be uh, disdainful of them, which helps explain why it's longtime troubles Uh, with white voters have recently spread to voters of color still every major political party has weaknesses despite theirs the democrats remain a functional party mike by almost any standard their moderate and progressive factions frequently work together president biden like barack obama before him has passed a long list of substantive legislation congressional democrats have remained impressively united for two decades and here's here's your drum roll again mike the Republican Party, by contrast, is both fractured and increasingly extreme. Tens of millions of Republican voters have embraced beliefs that are simply wrong. That, like you know, stuff like, hey, Obama was born in Kenya, and that Donald Trump <laughs> was cheated out of re-election, and COVID vaccines don't work, and that human beings cause don't aren't causing climate change. What do you say to that, Colonel Mike?
1: These are the same people that told you if you take the jab, you won't catch COVID. And if you take the second and third one, you won't catch it. And if you wear a mask, you're safe. These are mentally ill people, but they're very well trained at putting the message out. Now, not all of the people are going to absorb that message and say it's true. Many are not going to do. But the people who read The Times... That is subscribed, the leftists, the progressives. For them to say something about the progressives as if it's a good thing, look, they know they lost the old liberal Democrats. They know they lost the independents. They know the Democrats, the Republicans are not going to their side. So they have to put this message out. But it's always using the, the narrative extremist. We're going to go to Ted Bundy. We're going to go to. Oklahoma. We're going to go to Waco. It's extremist, you know, but none of their people are extreme. There's nothing extreme about them. The transformation of America was not extreme. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Oh, Obama's birth in Kenya. Is that a possibility? Well, the lady who was involved in the birth certificate, she took a plane crash off Hawaii, didn't she? I mean, so everybody dies sooner or later when it's around these kind of people. Uh, it seems Aren't to you? be that way, isn't it? You know,
0: I know, I know. You know, they, they this newsletter was so rich, that's why I had to bring it to listeners here. Let me go with on with this other piece here, uh, Mike. They say here, Kevin McCarthy's downfall as speaker is the latest sign of the party's drift toward radicalism. So with everything they've done, with all the policies they have beset on our nation and the spiral and impact to the depths of hell, uh, Colonel Mike. These these people. I have a few other adjectives. I had to catch myself there just a moment to pull that words back. So forgive me that, but uh, I caught it. I caught it in time. These people up there at this times have the audacity to say that the speaker's downfall and the Republican Party is embracing radicalism. That they are radical. That's the deal. He says the greatest challenge when my colleagues and I asked democracy experts this week how to make they are they ought to go ask constitutional Republic experts. maybe they'd get a freaking different answer, Mike, I don't know. I'm right. just saying. but when my colleagues and I asked democracy experts this week how to make sense of the country's political turmoil, they emphasized that the central explanation was this radicalism, the Republican, Party, you cannot make this stuff up, Colonel Mike.
1: Well, either they went to Larry Sabato in Charlottesville, Virginia, to ask that question, who was, you know, totally off the charts, or, you know, listening to this, I know you read it in English. Was there a Chinese version? Because this <laughs> sounds like something coming out of China, Malcolm. <laughs> well, uh, you know,
0: you know, no, there's, there's some interesting bellfellows with these media companies, buddy, you know? I mean, yeah, yeah so who knows what, but, um, their um, their kicker. Let me let uh, think about this and talk about this. This is their last paragraph. The kicker is their closing. Even with all these problems, Mike, there are reasons for optimism. Okay, what are they? I wonder. The Republican caucus in the Senate is more functional than in the House. Federal judges and election officials from both parties blocked Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Candidates who endorsed his lies fared poorly in the 2022 midterms it's possible that a more functional republican party committed to both conservatism and american democracy there's that word again will emerge in common years but it is not assured events of recent weeks have reminded us that the authoritarian the, the authoritarian threat isn't going away from the republicans mike
1: well, they're the threat. I mean, they're the authoritarians. They're the ones that hate free speech. Remember, they're the ones that went involved and, and got involved with the with the FBI and the CIA and running the operations at social media. So anything they talk out of the left side of their mouth doesn't
0: match the right side of their mouth. That's what The New York Times is.
1: That's what they're all about.
0: And the problem, Mike, to point out one thing to you when it comes to The Times and all these media uh, companies and elites It's not just the leftist Marxists who read them. It's moderates and independents who are reading them, Mike. That's the problem. Because we can't do this without moderates, independents, and left of center Democrats. Do you follow me? We Mm -hmm. can't do it. There's not enough. You have to have the, the party has to be a little bit bigger. And the one thing the Republicans haven't done well, they never did build the big tent they talked about. They talked a big story, but they delivered nothing when it came to building the big tent. Uh, They taught that over the years, but they never delivered on it, man. But I mean, and somehow the leftist Marxist, uh, progressive leftist uh, machine there, they stole all the conversation and the talking points when it came to the black community and the brown community and the yellow community and the whatever community and said that, you know, the party of the KKK is the ones that blamed racism on the. I mean, the people are freaking brilliant and the Republicans have got to be the stupidest people in the clown car, buddy.
1: Well, the, you know, the Republicans need better messaging. But again, you know, we we vote for these Republicans who say they're going to do and they never do. So you really have to qualify when That's you're true. dealing with a Republican. Sure. Yeah. Like I said, on Sunday, you have to find out who's going to be around them before you vote for them. Amen. And when you put their feet to the fire, you're going to find a different answer.
0: Yeah, That's I don't same. even well, like the word. I don't even like the word Republican specifically. Me personally, I'm speaking about Mike now. I prefer the word conservatism, and I prefer the word America first. You know that? Yes, America yeah. first always. Yeah. It should be America
1: yeah. first. Yeah. And yeah. listen, you, there's nothing wrong in having a debate with your government. There's nothing wrong in saying we need change. This is what our government is supposed to be all about. Not that you stay there 10, 20, 30, 40 years, and then they wheel you out and they put a shot in your arm like they, they took down Feinstein, you know? Right. I mean, that, enough is enough. Look, I, if you're 70, 80, 90, right. you know, and you're spunky, I got no problem with it.
0: You know, look, right. at look, right. at,
1: look at Trump. Look at Trump and his age. He's 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 sharp on his feet. Well, y-
0: what did I say? I said your mental uh, acuity test is what these cats exactly. need to take. And, and yeah. you said they need a few other things, and then I said they, they need drug tests an enema too. And I need, and, <laughs> and I said they need <laughs> an enema too, didn't
1: I? Yeah, exactly, they need drug test enema. But this is the pro. Also, you know what they may need? One of those products you have on your on your website Amen. on the shop, Amen. Amen. which is the oxygen. They need that oxygen tablet <laughs> with constipation. Oh, you know, the
0: uh, the uh, the oxy powder from a global yes. healing. It cleans your intestines out, and we know that the political people are so full of it. I'm willing to send a bottle to every one of these cats, compliments of (laughs) Mr. Out Loud here. All right, Mike. serious question I want to ask you now, when I and I want you to speak from your heart and take not, not that you don't. You always do. But take just a couple of moments here now. And I want you to tell listeners here when I make the statement, what does this mean to you truly and really? Now, when I say the resiliency of the American people is about to be tested, what does it really mean to your soul?
1: What it means to my soul is that I think this is the last hurrah. I hope it's not. And I keep talking with Mike about it, my co-host, all the time. I just hope it's not because the young people are not ready for what's going to happen. Having all these people come across, they have no idea what they're facing. They have no idea, Malcolm. This country, only a portion of the country understands this. But what we could have is what we had around the world. We can have a lot of problems internally. I don't want to say what they are, but what's coming in is bad news. And this government is allowing it. It's a very treasonous government. What they're doing to our country, I don't have any more tears to shed. All I have is to get the message out because they're going to take us down internally. And that was the whole doctrine of this Biden administration.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're right, buddy. You're right. And instead of the tears, you're right that we have, and uh, and I hear you, Mike, I really hear you. Uh, We need to take those tears, brother, and we need to transform them into anger. Oh, I have
1: plenty of that. I have plenty of that too.
0: Yeah. Against what they've done to our nation and fight this, uh, the real radicalism down, as I stated up front, Uh, And, you know, today, if you're an American patriot, Mike, or you're uh, somebody who loves the Constitution and praises God and loves American history and understands the beauty of this nation, you are defined as a radical, extremist, probably a MAGA Republican, and for sure a white supremacist. You know that. Yes.
1: But like I said on your show on Sunday, I'm not all in on Trump as a sycophant. I want to know what his moves are. And I want that of every one of our politicians that we vote on our side. i want I don't care how many skeletons you got in your closet. We all got some of them, you know what I mean? Right. But I want to know who you're gonna surround yourself with right. And Mike, that's that, the most important thing.
0: Thanks for saying that. That is brilliant that you put that out there. Number one, that you 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 say what really should be said. And that you call to that, which is what I was driving at earlier when we talked about surrounding yourself with the right people, which you and I have talked about. We know how critical that is. It's one of the things that whoever's in there has to improve on because we're hurting otherwise. You, you nailed it, buddy.
1: Look at these military guys, how they stabbed them in the back. Every one of them. They ran their own operation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hard times ahead, buddy. The resi- That's why the resiliency is going to be tested uh, Mike, you're doing a great job. Uh, you're, you're. I could not be prouder to have you here in the fight, and I do, I do truly mean that. Uh, you and Doctor Mike are doing some tremendous things on uh, this uh, broadcast, uh, and having you on other shows on the broadcast on the network, I think is is just a terrific thing to get your voice out there. Uh, you understand the stakes, and but you also understand this medium pretty well. Uh, thank you for joining me here, brother Colonel Mike.
1: Well, thank you for the honor. I mean, it's an honor and a privilege to be on America Out Loud, and it's always great to join you on your shows. And we, you know, we're going to continue to try to do the best as long as we can. Yeah, and we we try to put out a good product, and I think we do.
0: You do, you absolutely do. You are first class, my friend. You are first class. Everything about you eats. Uh, first class and the way you communicate, the way you respond, the way you deal with things. I've seen nothing but but positive from that. That's the kind of uh, attraction here that I do love about this network. I could not be prouder. The people we have here are just absolutely uh, incredible. I mean, incredible. Uh, you know, uh, I, I want to tell you, Nurse Jody O'Malley, I just love this woman. Uh, she's just uh, truly amazing. She sent me a text message just today, this morning, said, thank you for highlighting my show on your newsletter page on Spotlight. Uh, th- that newsletter is tremendous. If you're not signed in, go to americaroutloud.news. You can do it on the mobile phone or the desktop, doesn't matter. You'll see the, the red bar there, sign up for the free newsletter. Once a week, it comes out on a Wednesday. So I responded to her and I said, you are most welcome, Nurse Jody." Uh, Our weekly newsletter is on fire with an unheard of 50% open and read rate. Incredible. Thank you for all your hard work, Jody, and commitment to the out loud truth. God bless you, dear Jody. She responded to me, and here's what she said. That is incredible. God is moving on the hearts and minds of people, and it's awesome to witness I just released my private membership community via my email list, so we'll see how powerfully the Holy Spirit moves on that as well. Have a blessed day, my friend, Nurse Jody O'Malley. I had to share that with your friends. Now she is a class act, as as they all are. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.